This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk back again with you guys for another episode of the Arsenal News Show. Join you every morning at 8am UK time. Hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing well. Thank you as always for making this a part of your morning routines. It is very much appreciated. Uh, thank you everybody joining us live in the chat box as well. Uh, and uh, good morning to all of you. Matt G, good morning to you. To Kaiser, uh, good morning. To Rancid, uh, good morning. To Penny Ween, to Blackshine, to Paul, uh, Steve, we've got Anthony, we've got Johnny, Damien, Stevie, Vivian, Stephen, uh, other Stephen as well. Uh, Marcus, good morning to you and uh, very much appreciate uh, the kind words, mate, very much so. Uh, the, the family is doing okay, Blackshine. Thank you so much for asking. Uh, Kareda, thank you. Uh, good morning to you, to Harrison. Uh, good morning to Alpha, Carl, Gary, Red Star. Uh, good morning uh, to James and Josanne, Colin and Ray and plenty more of you guys as well that are jumping into the chat box. Uh, really appreciate your time as always. Let's uh, let's crack on with today's stories, shall we? And not waste any further time. Last night, uh, you know, football uh, football is something, isn't it? Um, not only did we see Brighton, who were, let's say, comfortable, uh, you know, against us um, at the Emirates, absolutely destroyed, really, um, by Newcastle at St James's Park, who we, of course, went to and beat. Um, Football's a strange game, and uh, you know Brighton's lineup certainly wasn't the same as it was uh, when it played uh, against Arsenal. And McAllister was on the bench, and Undav was starting, and I think uh, Colwell wasn't playing. And you know, they made a few changes to their team from the Arsenal game, but yeah, very. It's it's such a strange game, um, and uh, despite looking so good and having one of the best away performances of the season, uh, they go to Newcastle and lose. Not only that, but. If you didn't watch the League One playoff semi-final between Sheffield Wednesday and Peterborough um, last night, that was an amazing um, spectacle uh, to see a four, aside from 4-0 down, come back to score four. What it does make you think is that, you know, anything's possible in football. Um, so that's why Arsenal will go to Forest 
looking to win to keep their title hopes ever so little percentage that exist still alive um, before, of course, City play Chelsea a little bit later on the following afternoon. So, yes, very, very interesting indeed. Let's see. Uh, let's see what happens. <laughs> but uh, it's crazy times. Not only that, but West Ham United uh, reached the UEFA Conference League final. Um, Declan Rice, of course, part of that squad. There was a lot of um, chaos at the final whistle, actually, with RZ Alkmaar fans uh, basically like breaking into the hospitality section, which contained a lot of the players' families, hence the outrage and the scenes that we saw after the game. Um, but uh, speaking purely on a football level, you've got to say fair play to West Ham. You know, it's been a relegation battle this season. They can potentially still qualify for the Europa League if they beat... Uh, is it Basel, I think, um, the UEFA Europa Conference League, um, which has produced, you know, I think overall, um, when you look at the the teams that are mainly involved in these competitions that don't have, I'm sorry, it's Fiorentina. Fiorentina went through, uh, won 3-1 on the night. So, yeah, that's going to be tough. It's going to be a tough game. Um, for, for They are my Italian team as well, so I'll be back in them, certainly to win that. But... Uh, I think what we've seen is some opportunities for sides who don't necessarily have the most pedigree in European football able to go into these tournaments and potentially get themselves a European trophy. So, you know, fair play to these teams. Yes, it's not as big of a spectacle um, as previous sides. And the side that won it last year, which was Roma, are now in the Europa League final uh, against no, no prizes for guessing who they're up against. They're up against Sevilla, uh, who, whether without or with Unai Emery, just have an amazing record in that competition and could win themselves yet another title as well. Now, moving more into Arsenal-related news, and Arteta has been nominated for the manager of the season alongside Roberto De Zerbi, Unai Emery, uh, Marco Silva, Eddie Howe and Pep Guardiola. I am shocked that Gary O'Neill is not in there over Marco Silva, to be honest. Um, what he has done as a coach at Bournemouth, I think has been absolutely fantastic and deserves to be in there over Marco Silva for me. Um, but I think that the award will most likely, if Man City win the league, go, of course, to Pep Guardiola. Uh, Arteta may have won plenty of Manager of the Season awards this year for Arsenal's form and what they've done. And Deserbi, of course, arguably deserves, uh, which is a obvious uh, pun that you'll be seeing go around plenty. I think also a lot of credit as well. And Unai Emery has had a great season with Aston Villa and Eddie Howe has done brilliant things for Newcastle. But I think we know that Pep, should he win the league, is going to win manager of the season. Uh, so there you go. Aaron Ramsdale yesterday signing a brand new contract with Arsenal. In one of the best, I think, uh, announcement videos of a new contract that we've seen. Um, if you haven't yet watched it and it was up on the Arsenal YouTube channel, on Twitter, on the website. Go and watch it. I think it's great. I think it's a real, um, it's a real genuine kind of speech from the heart, if you like, from Ramsdale, talking about the um, the difficulties that he suffered at the beginning, but also an understanding as well why there was such kind of what's the word apprehension, I guess is the right word, surrounding his um, his his arrival, you know, in 2021. So. Congratulations to him. Great news for Arsenal. And uh, yeah, fingers crossed he stays at the club, continues to improve and is the number one for the foreseeable future. Uh, Bakaya Saka is expected to be next. Uh, this is a deal that we know behind the scenes has been, I think, sorted for some time. And we're waiting for a brand new contract announcement. Will it be announced on the final game of the season at home against Wolves? That'd be quite nice, wouldn't it? Uh, to celebrate the season. Bakaya Saka taking the microphone and uh, announcing a brand new contract. That would be 
a great moment. I don't know that to be the case, by the way. I'm purely speculating. But that, I think that would be wonderful if that was the case. You know, whilst the season may not end the way that we want, um, a game where I'm going to be there and a lot of fans are going to be there to kind of, you know, say thank you to the team for the season that we've had, which has been an amazing campaign, you know, filled with highs, lows, some amazing moments. Probably the best season um, that I remember enjoying the most for the majority of my lifetime. And I know for those that are older than me will have plenty of seasons that they remember a lot more fondly than this one. But um, for those that are the, of the younger age amongst us, this season has been, you know, one of the best. And I think to cap it off with Bukaya Saka announcing his new contract um, would be a great moment. So hopefully that's something that maybe can happen. Um, I think that would be wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. Um, now, Charlie Patino. Uh, in terms of his clause uh, and his potential exit from Arsenal, we know that the player has been linked with a move away from the club this summer, unsurprisingly so. Um, his time at Arsenal, of course, is going to be significantly limited considering the fact that we're looking to sign Declan Rice. Moises Caicedo could still come through the doors this season uh, and this summer. Although, uh, of course, Granite Xhaka is uh, looking like he's going to be leaving on a £30 million deal for uh, Bayer Leverkusen. What I think with Charlie Patino is if Arsenal can insert a sell-on clause or a first refusal clause, um, then that's obviously a great boost for Arsenal in terms of the player's future. You're not losing out on a player, guaranteed. Uh, and certainly reports suggest that that clause uh, is going to be inserted. It's certainly my understanding that Arsenal are keen to, to try and protect this asset for the future as much as they can, even though they can't... Um, you know, grab hold of, of of him this summer and keep hold of him this summer because he wants to move on to somewhere else. But if they can insert that buyout, uh, that buyback clause or um, a first refusal clause, you know, absolutely is something that we should be doing. Uh, players potentially staying at the club, though, William Saliba. The question marks linger uh, around the French defender with Saka signing uh, very soon, we hope, and Ramsdale having now been announced and Gabriel this season having extended his contract as well. Arsenal will hope that William Saliba can get a can get that contract extension agreed at this moment in time there's not been a breakthrough and we will continue to bring you updates on William Saliba between now and the end of the season now moving on to uh, a couple of brief transfer lines in fact just uh just the one beyond what we mentioned with Rice earlier on it's got a little bit quiet you know on the transfer front um usually we have three or four stories but today it's just the one uh, Arsenal is said to be tracking Freiburg and Germany youngster Noah Davic, uh, who is a player that I know nothing about. He's only 16 years of age, uh, but he plays for Freiburg's under-17s. And in the under-17 Bundesliga South, Southwest, he scored five goals and three assists in eight games from midfield. So uh, that's looking back at the season. He's got a promotion to the under-19s as well. And he's playing for Germany's under-17 side as well, where he's got three goals in 10 matches. Uh, clearly highly rated, and according to Court Offside, Arsenal are said to have an interest in him as well. So, hopefully, uh, if he is good enough, Arsenal are able to get the business done and sign another talented youngster up to the club. Otherwise, Chelsea will be along to snap him up at some, some point, I'm sure. Right, let's move to part two and your questions right after this. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. 
$45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. And the same goes at McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Lovely stuff. Uh, let's jump into the chat box then and take some of your questions. Uh, Joel says, Tom, do you think Balogun will be kept by American owners to raise shirt sales in the US, especially after he has decided to join the US men's national team? I don't actually think that Arsenal um, have ever wanted to lose Balogun. Um, it seems as though all of this is coming much more down to his, con- uh, his contract, his uh, desire to play regularly and the fact that that can't be guaranteed for him at Arsenal next season. Um, and so, therefore, it's, it seems to make sense that a move permanently away from the club is, is the most likely outcome for Balogun, whether or not that's the right choice or ends up being the right choice um, in the future. It's very difficult um, to kind of see Balogun staying with Arsenal considering the situation, considering Arsenal may even look to bring in another forward and considering Eddie Nketiah still seemingly is going to be staying. There's been no links with Nketiah leaving the club as of yet. Um, That could change and things change very, very quickly, Um, but we'll have to wait and see. Uh, TDR says, uh, having flashbacks to the season we came in second behind Leicester, do you think we have to go big in the summer window to stay ahead of the competition? I feel like we should have learned from the past. I mean, that season that we finished behind Leicester, I mean, if I have a quick look at the Premier League table from that season, I think we were significantly behind Leicester and we obviously overtook Spurs on the last day of the season. So, um, yeah, I mean, we were 10 points um, behind Leicester come the end of the campaign. It might be that we find ourselves still still significantly behind Man City as well. Um, but we had 71 points that season. Arsenal will end up with hopefully 87, which is the same amount of points they won during their double winning season in 2002. So you can't say that obviously Arsenal haven't not been able to um, progress a lot since then. I don't think there are actually that many parallels at all with that season whatsoever, just in terms of the position that we ultimately ended up speaking, uh, finishing in this season. And Manu says, loving your content on Spotify lately. Uh, question on, on English football in general, but why don't we see more megaphone chants after games? Remember Saliba at Saint-Etienne? I love the chants in Belgium as well. It's not really in the English culture, I don't think, the megaphone. Um, it's not something I've ever really attached with English football or seen at English football. I mean, the only time I've ever heard of a megaphone, I think, was... Um, who was it? Um... Delia Smith, uh, where are you? <laughs> that's, that's all I remember in terms of the equivalent to a megaphone. Um, so, yeah, it's not really uh, known to me. I don't know that was through a microphone and the speakers in the stadium, but still, you know, it's, it's not really been a thing um, in English culture of the megaphone at games, but uh, we use the sound system when and where possible. But yeah, and thanks for listening on Spotify. You can listen to these, so you don't have to list, watch my ugly mug uh, over on Spotify as well if you would prefer to uh, just chuck your phone in your pocket and listen that way. Uh, Omar says, uh, who do you reckon wins the championship playoff final, Luton or Coventry? I think Coventry come up. I mean, one of those two coming up to the Premier League is an amazing thing, first of all. You know, Coventry, for a very, very long time, had the longest record of finishing within um, 
like within a certain position. They were always kind of in mid-table in, in the championship, I think, or in League One, and they hadn't got above like seventh place in something a silly number of years. And now one of Coventry or Luton is going to be in the Premier League next season. Luton have a stadium of 10,000 people. And I think I heard, I was talking to someone the other day that said that they're going to have to spend about 10 to 12 million pounds on improving the stadium just to get it up to Premier League code if they go up. And that's got to be done before the season starts. That's an amazing bit of work that's going to have to go on at the Luton Stadium. But Coventry as well, you know, one of Coventry or Luton in the league next season, an amazing story. And I look forward to watching that championship playoff final, which is on Saturday, the 27th of May. But yeah, Luton beating Sunderland. Um, uh, I say that, you know, uh, we've still got, why uh, the, the the second leg between Middlesbrough and Coventry was nil nil in the first, and one nil in the second. Was it not? I think it was. Yes. So uh, yeah, an amazing, amazing achievement. I mean, Luton. If they go up, it's a much easier trip for me uh, in terms of travelling away next season. But uh, Coventry's not that far away either, to be fair. So it's uh, it's two not bad away trips that replace. Uh, it could have been Middlesbrough or Sunderland, you know. So that would have been a lot further to travel for one of the games. So I'm quite happy it's one of those two that'll be coming up next season as well. Um, but who do I think is going to win? Um, I think Luton might end up winning it. Um, so yes, that's. I think Luton might end up coming up over Coventry. It's just my pick, Omar. But I know you've got Coventry to come up. I'll, I'm going to go for Luton in that game. Uh, Maggie says, Brighton have conceded nine goals in three games. Is Caicedo rubbish? Whispers. I know he's not. I'm just being petty. <laughs> I think they've lost a lot of their defensive uh, unit. Actually, you think, I think Van Heck came in against uh, Newcastle. They've lost Webster. Um, they've lost uh, Veltman. So they've lost some defensive players. It shows you how key that obviously is. So uh, so there you go. Uh, Paul says, Nwanyeri scored for England's under-17s last night against Croatia. He's scoring for fun. Should he be fully integrated into the first-team squad? He seems like a bit like Bellingham. He's not actually broken into the under-21s all that often yet, um, Paul. He's still been playing a lot in the under-18s. I think, obviously, that's the next step for him. But we need to make sure that we've got him signed up to that contract. And continually, he is linked with moves away from the club. So Arsenal will hope that he signs that new deal and we keep a very talented young player at the club for the future. And says, so with Juve not reaching the Europa League final, it looks like we'll be in pot three in the Champions League draw. What would be your worst case draw? Let's get it out there and make it unlikely to happen. Uh, and I don't actually know all of the teams that have yet qualified. But, you know, if you think about it, if Real Madrid look like they're going to be in pot two, um, and then you've got pot one, you could have Bayern Munich, you could have Barcelona, you can't have both of them to be fair. So it'd probably be Bayern or PSG from pot one, and then Real Madrid in pot two, and then us, and then I'm trying to think who would be in pot four. Um, maybe Salzburg? I don't know if Salzburg would end up being in pot four, but probably uh, they might be in pot three, actually. But yeah, potentially someone like them, uh, a really good um, side at the top of one of the leagues. Club Brugge um, have been very good. I don't know what the Belgian league even looks like at the moment. Uh, Belgian Super League. I know Manu's going to be going mad in the chat box at me now. Uh, Belgian Pro League. Have a quick look. Who's top? Uh, well, Ghent look like they are. Uh, I mean, where are hell are... Where's Club Bruges? Oh, hold on. Championship round. Regular season. Here we go. Bruges are doing terrible. It looks like Antwerp are going to be in the Champions League next season. Who are 
doing very, very well um, in the championship round. So there you go. Uh, very interesting indeed. God, I don't know this conference league class. They do conference league class as well. The Belgian league and how it ends is crazy, Manu. You have to tell me how this works. It's kind of mad. Um, and there you go. You guys have to come visit me in Belgium. Having your captain hype up the crowd after the game when you beat your rival is amazing. Yeah, I bet it is. Um, Martin says, Lynn, this is my gripe with Arteta. Tinny comes in rather than tweak the system to accommodate him. He expects Tinny to be playing the Zinchenko role. Tactically, it's one-dimensional. I mean, in fairness, Martin, Pep Guardiola did go on record ever so recently and say that Carl Walker wouldn't be getting selected because he simply cannot play the role um, that he wants him to. So uh, I don't think necessarily, necessarily you can call Pep Guardiola tactically one-dimensional in that sense. He usually plays Walker when he's going up against a really fast winger like a Vinicius or a Gabriel Martinelli. So one-dimensional, maybe. Um, but I think that it's more on Tierney ultimately just not fitting the system. You can't tailor your back four just for a new player coming in in that sense because when we obviously have Zinchenko and we play the way we have with Zinchenko, we are so much better. And that's why that when, when Tierney did come in for certain periods of the season, we still won games. Um, so, no, I don't necessarily subscribe to that. But Arteta needs to improve in a lot of areas such as in-game management, his substitutions, and his record in European football as well needs to be better too. Um, let's go to, uh, Lynn says, Man City being charged with 115 charges. Can you understand why they're still being allowed to operate and make money? Does that make sense to you? Again, the whole of the, the process of, you know, innocent till proven guilty, they're being charged. They have to be found guilty of this. They have to be then, uh, sanctioned for it. So until that happens, things will continue. And as the Times reported yesterday it could take as many as four years for this to be resolved. So, yeah, I don't see that having a resolution anytime soon, I'm afraid. Uh, anyway, uh, sorry for the slightly shorter show this morning. Uh, I'm off to do the morning shop or the weekly shop, if you like, and uh, still get back to start work at 10. So forgive me uh, for the shorter one. I'll be back. Will I be back tomorrow? I don't think I will uh, because the reason why I won't be back tomorrow morning, no, my train leaves at 20 past eight. So sorry, no show tomorrow morning because I'm up to Nottingham, but there will be a show uh, this evening. We'll be doing a preview show for that Nottingham game, um, but no 8 a.m. show tomorrow. Hopefully there'll be an 8 a.m. show. Mm, actually, I don't think there's going to be one on Sunday either. What I might do is be able to pre-record something um, to go out after uh, the game against Forest. I might pre-record my thoughts and again put that out on Sunday morning, but I'll be travelling back from Nottingham on the Sunday as well. So it may be after tonight's preview show uh, a weekend before I get to speak to you in the chat box again. We might be able to reconvene on Monday, but uh, it's a hectic weekend that we've got because I used to live in Nottingham for three years, so I'm heading up there early to see a couple of friends before the game and then staying with a couple of friends after the game as well. And then on Sunday, I've got uh, I've got a Muslim stag do, uh, which is uh, something I've not. It's going to be a very new experience for me, of course, because uh, my good friend doesn't drink, um, being Muslim. So uh, it's going to be an interesting one. I've never been on a stag do where I've not drunk before, um, but I'm going to embrace it and I'm going to enjoy it. And I look forward to the wedding in a in a few weeks' time as well. So uh, yeah, very, very, very uh, excited for that. Um, but thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in. Really appreciate your time and uh yeah drop a like on the video subscribe to the channel if you're new and as always up the arsenal
It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates are around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.